The evil that men do lands on. We gonna bang your head! You are now listening to the Music Mania podcast, a hard-hitting show featuring all things hard rock and heavy metal. And now here are your hosts, the twins of chaos, Clint Switzer and Paul Lagana. Welcome to a very special Thursday edition of the Music Mania Podcast, and we are celebrating a birthday here because my co-host, Paul Lagana, celebrating a birthday here on Friday, and what are we going to do for this special occasion? It's going to be a... Teddy. A Sonic Baptism, if you will, is the Sonic Baptism Tour where Ted Nugent rolls in to the Kansas City Crossroads tonight, and we're going to have our very special guest, Greg Smith. He is Ted Nugent's bass player, going to come on to talk about it from his hotel room in KC. Paul, happy birthday. Can't wait for this show. we got just a big weekend plan, man. We're going to gonna do some uh, Ted Nugent, and then uh, gosh only knows what kind of trouble we'll get into. For your 40th birthday, is it? Uh, you're just 60? A, you're just no, a little uh, no. younger than Ted. You're a little <laughs> younger than Ted Nugent. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, actually, uh, 51 to be exact, Clint, but uh, thank you very much, and uh, what a way to celebrate a birthday, my my friend, man. Uncle Teddy. Yeah, the Predator Ted or the Motor City Madman, say what you want. You can call him Crazy Uncle Ted, say he's over the top, not like his political views, not like the fact that he kills venison, but I'll tell you what, it's all rock and roll, and we're going to be talking all about it with uh, Ted Nugent's bass player, Greg Smith, here in just a little bit, man. Uh, Greg's been in the band for nine years, he's done it all. He's been in Alice Cooper's band in the two different stints in the early 90s and early 2000s. He was in Wayne's World, so can't wait to talk about that. He has just been around. Greg's a great bass player, and Ted Nugent boasts the nastiest, the best rhythm section in rock and roll, in my opinion. Incredible, Clint. Uh, Ted Nugent has been around for, what, since the early 70s. Uh, Obviously, everybody knows everything about Ted, but I'll tell you what, this guy's still going strong at 67, man. Gotta respect Touring six nights a week. Yeah, I mean, there's no breaks for the Ted Nugent band. No, crazy. These guys don't do the fly-in weekend dates like a lot of bands uh, of this age. They, they're out every night. They're on the road just like uh, just like anyone else. And I'll tell you, they are as strong and as tight as ever. And Greg Smith's been in this band for quite a while now. Can't wait to welcome him to the show. Right. And uh, also the venue that we're going to be seeing them at, uh, Crossroads. Unbelievable venue. Uh, anybody who's listening to this in Kansas City, uh, get out there. Crossroads is an unbelievable venue. And grab some Grinders pizza before the show, man. It's the best pizza in Kansas City. No doubt about that. Okay, well, at least we agree on something food-related. <laughs> uh, they also got good meatball sandwiches, if that's what you're into. But come on out to the show. Guys, it's going to be a rock and roll bonanza. It is the Sonic Baptism Tour, and it is our pleasure to go ahead and welcome on our very special guest on this week's Music Mania podcast. He is bassist from Ted Nugent. It is Greg Smith joining us live from Kansas City. Greg, you guys just got done playing the Full Throttle Saloon here on the Sonic Baptism Tour. How was that, and how's everything going at the Full Throttle? Very cool venue. Uh, I mean, you know, it's still a work in progress, but um, it's uh, it, it was great, and it was a great turnout, and it, it's always fun in Sturgis. Yeah, what a, what an awesome show it looked to be, and I mean, you guys are again. This uh, tour has been going on now. Got to get it out through the summer because, uh, of course, Ted's got to get out to the got, get out to the deer stand by what November. So you guys got to get get the <laughs> yep, tour. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's why you do the six days a week. You got to get it all. Got to get it all over with, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, it. You know, we. I think. I think it ended up being like fifty-three shows. You know, just uh, packed into the into the summer. You know, so it's uh, it's quite a lot. It's it's a pretty crazy schedule. 
Well, absolutely. And uh, this is, the, you know, let's talk about this version of the Ted Nugent Band. You've, of course, been in there since 2007, but uh, you got a new drummer, Jason Hartless. The rhythm section in Ted Nugent's band, it's, it's no more important in any other band than it is in Ted Nugent's band. It's all, Ted's always had the nastiest rhythm section. You go back to Marco Mendoza, Tommy Aldridge. I mean, yourself, you've been there forever. Mick Brown on drums. There's just been so many great musicians. But talk about uh, this Jason Hartless kid and what he's bringing to the, to the band, man. This is crazy. Well, uh, you know, he, he's only 21, but, um, you know, he's, he's killing it. I mean, he's got a, a musical uh, ability and, uh, um, you know, a, a knowledge far beyond his years. I mean, he's, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy being in Ted's band. I mean, you know, this, this band would eat up most musicians, you know, because um, you, you've always got to keep your eye on him. You know, you never know what's going to happen. He might throw you a curve. You know, he might change some stuff around. Um and he's uh, he listens. He he's always watching. He's uh, he's rock solid, and he's got great chops. I mean, uh, it's really the kid's really something else. He really surprised me. You know, I, I knew he was good, but um, he's really uh, you know really done an amazing job. Awesome, Greg, and uh, just uh, talk about uh, Uncle Ted actually for a minute. Uh, you know, he's an avid uh, outdoorsman and a hunter. Uh, just talk about uh, that lifestyle and how you've embraced that lifestyle. Or if you have. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry? Or, or if you've embraced it. I mean, I don't know if you, yeah. it has you out there with an I, Uzi. I, I've always been, into, uh, always been into, you know, shooting and guns and stuff like that. I grew up in Long Island in New York, and, uh, you know, there's not, not, a, not a whole lot of hunting going on there, you know, except for, uh, you know, other people hunting humans, I guess. You know? <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, but I, I've always been in, into guns. I remember in, in, uh, in seventh grade, I was in the, in the rifle club, which actually was in the basement of the junior high school in Long Island, which, you know, you can imagine now, uh, Long Island the way it is, if you can say the word gun, you get arrested, you know? Um, but it was just something I, I, I was always into, you know, uh, I'd, I'd go, to, go to the range all the time, you know, when I got older, I bought different guns and stuff. Um, you know, I moved, out, I moved out to Pennsylvania now, so I'm, uh, you know, out, out in the wilderness there, and uh, a lot of my friends hunt and, uh, and um, you know, are always trying to get me to come out with them. The problem is, is I just don't have the time, because when I'm out with Ted, I'm playing with uh, other bands and sure. you know, touring, and uh, I've, I've always got to continue to work, you know. Um, I'd, I'd love to, uh, one of these days I'll get out there. i got a buddy who's got 40 acres, you know, just down the road from me, and, uh, you know, he's always uh, trying to get me to come out. But yeah, one of these days, you know, who knows, maybe this season. Well, absolutely. And, you know, again, we're talking about the Sonic Baptism Tour, which has been going on for a while now, and it's just gone great. Reviews are great. Seen some of the clips on YouTube. Cannot wait for the Kansas City show here Thursday night. Uh, I know it's going to be a packed crowd. Ted is here a lot. You've been in Kansas City quite a few times here just since your stint in the band. But, Greg, things have not, all, have not been uh, sunshine and rainbows for you on this tour. You had a bunch of a bunch of stuff stolen, I believe, in Allentown. What in the world was that? And did you ever recover any of that? Your truck and gear, what uh-huh. the hell happened? Yeah, I, I I got the truck back, you know, but um, you know they took the keys, and uh, you know, oddly enough, I just lost the, the the main set of keys, so that was I was working on my spare set because uh, um, I I lost the other set on my in my lawn, and I only found it when uh, my rotting mower picked it up, <laughs> so those keys were destroyed. Oh God! And uh, I, unfortunately, you know, it it, it it was towed, and I got beaten up by the city of Allentown for the tow and the storage. You know, like 260 bucks, and then, uh, you know, I had to pay to get the um, ignition changed out, locks changed out. It's changed all my locks in my house and my studio, and uh, I never recovered any of the gear. Um, you know, we've got a 
few ideas of who was responsible, but it's just about proving it, you know, I mean, the, uh, the, the stuff's pretty hot, you know, uh, so, and, and it's pretty unique stuff, I mean, at least the base is, if it shows up anywhere, you know, uh, somebody's going to know about it, well, and I, so uh, either these guys are holding on to it, you know, or they dumped it in the river, I don't know. God, un- know? unbelievable that there's nothing worse than a thief, and I, I'm telling you, if you're going to steal from a band, to me, the Ted Nugent band would be the last band you would ever steal gear from there's enough ammunition in this band that i i just don't think you'd ever right. recover i can't believe it i mean my gosh it's insane man i can't believe that happened yeah yeah oh, and then, and then it, it, the, the nice insult that came afterwards is uh i got a parking ticket from oh the city God. of allentown you're gonna have to move from pennsylvania oh that insult to injury yeah we need exactly to, we need to sick uh, uncle teddy on him too by the way uh, what was that now I said, we need to sick Uncle Ted on them to get them going. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> well, Greg, I mean, of course, you know, you've done so many things in your career. I mean, uh, you've been in the in the Ted Nugent Band uh, for you know about nine years, but uh, you know, Paul and I were just going back to, of course, you your stint in Alice Cooper, which was a. It's weird. It's one of my favorite eras of the band. I know. I think you've done two separate stints, but in the early '90s, you. My friend, we're we're in Wayne's world, so I guess right now we're, we're not. I guess we have to tell you that we're not worthy, really, to be having, to talking to you right now. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you that they're not worthy to, to you instead of Alice? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a trip doing that movie. I mean, uh, you know, we, it was done in '91, you know, uh, and it came out in '92. Um, you know, up until that point. Pretty much any, any uh, spinoff that came out of Saturday Night Live went into the dumper, uh, with the exception of like Blues Brothers movie, you know. And um, so we just thought it was going to go into the dumper, and uh, ended up being the number one movie for like five weeks, you know. So it was pretty cool. That's a great scene in the movie too. I mean, just uh, that era, you know. Or um, and I've always been such a fan of Alice, dating back to I mean, his first release, pretty for you, all the way up till now. I mean, he's just been such a a chameleon able to change his style and and when you were in the band it was kind of I know it was in the early 90s but it was still coming off you know the trash uh, he did the constr- right. constrictor raise your fist and yell and then trash um, and, and hey stupid and those were you know all very you know I guess uh, for lack of a better term kind of 80s rock sounding I mean that was kind of a different right. time for Alice but he evolved and was able to pull it off great I love those albums yeah yeah um, uh, it, was, it, was, it was some cool stuff I mean that was that was the you know the music of the day, though. I mean, that was uh, the, the style. Um, and then '94, uh, I believe it was, we did uh, um, uh, the Last Temptation right. album, which definitely was uh, you know a little bit of a departure from the uh, '80s sound. Um, you know, got back to a more basic rock sound. Um, and then, of course, you know, 2000, 2001, uh, Dragon Town and Brutal Planet, they completely sounded different. You know. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. You also were uh, back in the early 2000s uh, with those bands. I think you're, if I remember right, you're like the fourth or fifth Alice Cooper band member alumni that's been on the show here. Uh, we've had Ryan Roxy, a former bandmate of yours, Nita Strauss, who's in the band now, Kane Roberts. We've we've got it. We've had we have a good rapport with with those guys. But oh my gosh, you know, uh, you know, Brutal Planet and and, and Dragon. Those were those are so heavy, almost early met early 2000s metal sounding. I mean, but and every person we talked to that was in that band, Greg, they say Alice is. Literally, the character he plays on stage could not be more different than the person he is off stage. You see Alice as that as well as someone that you know talks about football and sports when you're shooting the crap off stage, and then he's on stage. He's like a monster. Is that kind of how you saw Alice as too? Yeah, I mean, he he, he gets into that persona, and um, and that's who he is on stage, and uh, it's it's completely different from the uh, the the actual person. Um, you know, 
Alice is a, you know, when you see interviews with him on television or something, that's that's the real Alice. I mean, uh, you know, he's uh, he's very intelligent, very well spoken, uh, um, real funny. Uh, you know, great great guy to be around. You know, absolutely, Greg. Uh, uh, Greg, talk a little bit about uh, playing in Rainbow, if you will. Uh, what are your thoughts about Deep Purple actually finally getting into the Hall of Fame? Uh, long time coming, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, actually, uh, Richie Blackburn couldn't attend, but just uh, talk a little bit about uh, Deep Purple. Well, Deep Purple, uh, growing up, I mean, that was one of my favorite bands. That was really kind of one of, one of my inspirations uh, for starting playing. Uh, I had a buddy who lived down the block with an older brother, and... Um, we used to steal, steal his albums, bring them to my house, and listen to them. And Machine Head was one that really caught me, and uh, it just really spoke to me. It did, did something, you know, and uh, I, I just couldn't get enough of it. Of, uh, at that point, I was saving my lunch money and all that kind of stuff and, and going to buy any Deep Purple record I could get my hands on. Um, so I was a huge, huge fan of, uh, of Deep Purple. Um, and then, of course, you know, in following, um, you know, uh, all the members, uh, I found Rainbow, and, and of course became a big fan of Rainbow as well. Um, so it was kind of surreal to end up playing with, you know, the band that I was such a big fan of, you know. I never let Richie know that, though. Richie never knew that I was a big fan of, of Deep Purple and Rainbow. Um, you know, our singer, Doogie White, made no bones about the fact that he was a huge Richie Blackmore fan, and, uh, you know, Richie kind of treated him poorly <laughs> at times yeah. because of that. Wow. So I just, when I got into the band, Richie thought of me as just, you know, this is professional guy coming in. He played with Alice Cooper. He played with this one. He played, so I just let him roll with that, you know, uh, mindset about me, and, and that was it, you know, and he, we, he, we, we got along really, really well. Um, you know, uh, I was living in Long Island at the time, and uh, he lived in Long Island. We'd get together for dinner at least two or three times a week. Yeah, 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 and a huge fan of Rainbow, and, um, you know, I love the, the D.O. era. I mean, the, the thing about, again, the, the common denominator here, here is that uh, everyone you've worked with has played with just such great musicians. I mean, you've played, you've played with guys like Billy Joel. I mean, you've done so many Island Parsons. You've just done so many things. Great to see Deep Purple in the Hall of Fame, and I felt really good for the fans because really, when it when when you get overlooked that long, it's like it's it becomes for the fans that are just finally glad to get you in. Like when Kiss went in, it was like, well, you know, only twenty years coming. Thank you a lot. But I mean, I felt yeah. good for the Glenn Hughes. Felt great uh, even for Richie who didn't attend. But that's so Richie to just not show up at his own Hall of Fame induction, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they they certainly deserve to be in there. Um, you know, I I really the whole. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing. They shouldn't call it Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They should call it Music Hall of Fame because it's not, you know, it's not all rock and roll. Madonna, really? You know, come on, you know? Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, That's not rock and roll, you know? Um, <laughs> there should be a separate Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, in my opinion. But, you know, whatever. I, there's, there's a lot of bands that are still overlooked for, for bands like R.E.M. and stuff like that. I mean, uh, you know, somebody like Tommy James, you know, or, yes. you know, he should be in there. I mean, those, those hit songs alone, he's got, uh, it's just it's amazing, amazing amount of hit songs, and, um, you know, and he's, he's not in there. Well, and that's another another uh, act that you've uh, played with, Tommy James and the Shandells. I mean, and I, 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 funny cause it's funny because, like, of the bands that you've played with, I, I, I love all of them. It's just kind of funny that it's worked out that way because I love kind of like that 50s, 60s kind of malt shop, doo-wop kind of music. And then right, right. huge Ellis Cooper fan, huge Nugent fan, and here's Greg Smith in the middle of all of it. But, Greg, another band i got to ask you about. Some Your buddies in Dawkins are going to give it a go here. The original members have some Japanese dates and a date in America, but... 
and I know you know those guys, and you know you uh, you know were had a stint in Dawkins. But what uh, what do you think about this? Because Don Dawkins kind of made it seem like okay, we're, you know, I wrote a number down on a piece of paper. If we ever get a promoter to give us this amount of money, we'll do it. It kind of seems cash grabby to me. But then again, it's rock and roll. That kind of happens a lot. I.e., Guns and Roses. I mean, I guess that just that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, um, I think. You know, they, they have a really good thing going, and um, if they can just keep it together, man, you know, uh, it, they, they'll all, all do well. Um, you know, I, I love all the guys. They're all great, but, um, of course, they, they have their personality differences, and, um, you know, uh, um, <laughs> I hope they can just keep it together, man. I really do, for, for all of their sakes, you know. Well, yeah, and it's only six shows, so you would think they would be able to do it for at least six. Yeah, yeah. Just- Show up, separate dressing rooms, get on stage together for two hours, and that's all. That's all you got to. All you got to do, I guess. You know, yeah, it's rock and roll. It really doesn't have to be that difficult, man. You know what I mean? If 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 you don't like somebody, just stay out of their way, man. You know, <laughs> get together for that ninety <laughs> minutes on stage, do what you got to do, make the fans happy, and uh, you know, and that's it. You don't have to see that person again till the next day. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Greg. But before we let you go, uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about this because Clint and I actually came across this. Uh, you were part of a project called off the road um yeah yeah I, I, we were just kind of wondering about that and um if that ever got off the ground and and maybe uh w- w- is there a future in that well no off the road is is just something that when i'm home and i'm not touring it's just me and a few musicians get together and just play old rock and roll man you know this is there's nothing um you know, uh, there's no original material or anything. We just play songs we we feel like playing, songs we wish we wrote. You know, <laughs> and um, it's just a, a way to get out there and, and play. Uh, you know, play old tunes and, and have some fun. You know, and it's I usually just do it in, in local places by where I live in Pennsylvania. You know, and um, mm-hmm. and that's about it, man. It's just it's just for fun. You know, certainly for money because you know you're not making any money in these little clubs. It's just uh, you know what uh, if I'm at home. And it's a weekend, and I'm not playing somewhere. I'd be, be home wishing I was playing. So, rather than just uh, you know uh, plugging in in my barn, you know, with some friends, uh, you know, we go out and, and hit some uh, local clubs and, and and do some playing and have some fun. Awesome, and it, it sounded great actually. Uh, the, the tunes that we came across. So uh, mm-hmm. that's great that you do that a little bit. Uh, you know, just for yourselves as well as maybe uh, a few people that uh, you know may not uh, you know get to see you guys. Yeah, it's, I really enjoy it. It's 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 kind of nice, you know, because um, you know, when you're touring, you know, you, you've got you got your set list, you know, and um, you know, for the most part, it doesn't really change too much every night. I mean, Ted will throw in a few different songs here and there, and that's always cool. But it's generally, you know, a pretty um, set kind of a thing, you know. Um, you know, doing that, we just play whatever we feel like. There's no set list, man. We just, you know. Uh, Maybe the guitar player will just start playing something. Go, oh, I go, oh, crap! I know that song, you know, and I'll start playing along, and uh, you know, it, it, it's just, it's just fun. It's just, just a lot of fun. Yeah, the way rock and roll should be, and kind of, I want to urge uh, our listeners to to check you out on your personal site, which is. Uh gsmith.com and you can access your uh, Facebook and Twitter at Greg Smith Bass uh, on Twitter and uh, you know all those things and I'll tell you for those you know we're talking about uh, the Kansas City show of course that's where we are and the Sonic Baptism Tour rolling in here and um, it, it's it just can't wait to see Ted again it's been a couple it's been two years since you've been to Kansas City so two years since uh, I've seen Ted Paul and I are of course going to be out there love to come say hello at the, at the venue but um, Greg for those that haven't seen you know this Ted Nugent band or seen Ted Nugent live maybe in a long time or maybe it's their first show like 
What can you kind of tell our listeners about what you can expect from a, from a Ted Nugent show in general? I mean, a lot of people might say, oh, I'm not going to go because he's going to vote for Donald Trump. I would urge those people to swallow it and come see Ted anyway. He's one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Greatest rhythm player to me in history. Um, absolutely. Well, Ted, uh, um, you know... Uh I think he's playing better now than he did in the in the 70s even. Um, he, you know what, I, I'm standing next to this guy, you know, for, for you know, going on 10 years now. And, uh, you know, uh, we, when he starts stranglehold and everything's, you know, sounding great and, you know, he's got his tone, you know, I'm looking at him and I see him getting chills on his arm, you know. And if he's that passionate, you know, about songs that were written so many years ago, you know he's given the crowd his all, man, you know? Um, he definitely, uh, it, it's, it's gonna be a great show, throttling, I mean, the band is, is tighter than, you know, a crab's ass. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's, it's gonna be a, a, a great rock and roll show. And, um, you know, regardless, you know, the people who are, are, are not, uh, um, you don't, it, he hasn't really been going too nuts. I mean, you know, every every night's different. You know, sometimes he'll, uh, you know, he'll get political. Sometimes he just plays rock and roll. It, it depends on the day, you know. So, uh, but one thing's for sure is uh, it's going to be, you know, 100% rock and roll, and, uh, and and it will certainly kick ass. Well, we're absolutely we cannot wait, Greg. Yeah, we can't wait for this. Uh, it's always great. And Greg, you know, thanks so much for keeping in contact with us. We contacted you. Uh, literally three or three months ago or so, and we said, "Hey, let's wait till closer to showtime." You know, obviously when the, the KC show got announced, and you're actually going to be Friday, uh, Friday night, the 12th at uh, the Ozarks Amphitheater here in Missouri as well. So we want to give a shout out to them. That's a great venue. I can't, uh, you guys are going to have a great show there. But Greg, we can't thank you enough for taking time on a, on a day off here uh, as you're visiting beautiful Kansas City to give us a, to you know let us uh, interview you here. It's just we're, we can't thank you enough, man. It's, it really means the world to us. Oh, uh, my pleasure. I'm glad to have a day off here. Uh, you know. Gonna- Get some nice barbecue and maybe hit that Boulevard Brewery. And uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say definitely, definitely get some Jack Stack barbecue. That's the one I'm gonna I'm gonna pine for is Jack Stack. That's my favorite. Paul, you might yeah. have a, have Arthur a different Bryant's as well. Okay, that. well you're gonna have to decide now between one of those two. You can't go wrong either way though. So man, hey Greg, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great time. We'll see you at the show. Maybe come out, come back and say hello to you at the crossroads. And man, we can't thank you enough. Have a great one. Appreciate it, Greg. All right, thank you, man. I'll speak to you soon. You bet. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Smith from the Ted Nugent Band and various other projects. Clint, he was unbelievable. Really great to have uh, Greg on the show, and I hope that if you guys listen to this, if you're on the fence about coming tonight, you get out there to the crossroads and you support live rock and roll because there's no one out there doing it better. Ted Nugent has the best guitar tone in the world. That Gibson Birdland, there's nothing like it. He makes his one guitar. This is a three-piece band. It's Jason Hartless, it's Greg Smith, and Ted Nugent. Ted... His guitar sounds like three guitars layered on top of each other, and you can't get that. You can't do this in France. It's the Gibson Birdland. It's American craftsmanship, and it's American-made Ted Nugent. Can't wait for this show. Paul, we got to get ready for it. we got to start pre-gaming for this. So I'll tell you what, guys, we can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Music Mania Podcast on a special Thursday edition. Normally, we're on Fridays. Today, it's Thursday because we have the Ted Nugent Show today, and Greg Smith was here in town today, so Absolutely. made it perfect, man. And, and- Obviously, we cannot wait to see that show. Everybody else needs to get out, see a show whenever you can. They will absolutely love the support that we all give them. Yeah, they deserve it. And guys, thank you so much for joining us in the Music Mania Podcast. Hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Do as you please. Click some thumbs up buttons. Click some, just, just do it all. Do it all. We thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys.